Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap from the Black Letter Podcast, and you're listening to our Monday Minutes. Let's get started. Hi, it's Tom Dunlap again with Dunlap, Bennett, and Ludwig and Black Letter Podcast. And this week, we're sharing three tips for your company regarding employment law compliance. Exciting subject. And particularly in this case, we're going to talk about Virginia, Maryland, and the District of Columbia, and pretty much any other at-will employment law state. Uh, As you all know, California is very unique, and we have uh, some attorneys at our firm who focus on California law. So I'm not going to talk about that today because that's a whole nother ball of wax, ball of yarn, ball of something, whole nother ball. Um, So let's talk about at-will employment. So Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. all follow this principle, and it's tempting for employers in the DMV, which is what we're calling D.C., Maryland, Virginia, to think that they call the shots when it comes to hiring, firing, and managing employees. That, well, that employment is an employee at will, and I can do whatever I want. I can let them go whenever I want. But that's not always the case. And this could cause you to ignore many employment compliance laws, which could cause you trouble down the road. Lawsuits from workers claiming unfair treatment or improper dismissal or discrimination are on the rise. And while the laws that govern these workplace practices change on a regular basis, what that really means is more than ever, you need to make sure that you understand the rules and that you follow the rules in a variety of circumstances. So we've got three short tips for you this morning. And the first of our tips is uh, how to understand employment discrimination, what it is, really what it is, not just using bad words or derogatory comments, and make sure that your hiring practices comply. Vet your hiring practices today. It's something you can do probably in an hour uh, and avoid a lot of pain. David, uh, tell us about that. How do we vet? How, what is discrimination and how do we vet our hiring practices? I think most employers already know that federal law prohibits discrimination on the basis of certain categories, age, race, color, sex, religion, genetic information, national origin, or disability. So it's obviously illegal to fire someone just because he or she is too old or Catholic or uh, any number of those protected categories. And same goes for um, firing a woman because she's pregnant, terminations because of somebody's race, et cetera. We all pretty much know that. The hiring practices piece is something a lot of people forget about because discrimination claims can be based at the outset of an employment, uh, not just at termination. We look at job postings. They can leave you vulnerable to to charges of discrimination if you don't pay attention to the language you're using. For example, seeking new graduates could be perceived as discriminating against older applicants. Or looking for a vigorous or energetic candidate could leave persons with a handicap feeling adversely impacted. So you want to avoid those adjectives and have your HR people vet those job postings and make sure you stick to the essential qualifications that the person really needs to do the job in question. And then you'll want to make sure to monitor and periodically review uh, application forms and job descriptions that you use internally. You can't ask an employee to give you his or her date of birth when he or she is first applying for a vacancy or ask about marital status, uh, whether a person's pregnant, what their religion is during a job interview. You really need to focus the interview and the job descriptions on what is really necessary to do the job and avoid putting factors in a job description that are not truly required by the position. If you create these unnecessary barriers that uh, relate to one of those protected classes, your company could be at risk for liability. So think carefully about what qualifications are essential for any given position and only apply those to the job posting and the job description. Yeah, I think think in turn, obviously, 
you have to make sure that everybody who's interviewing people know and understand what discrimination is because it's pretty natural to say, well, are you married and do you have kids? But that could be seen as discriminatory, believe it or not. And that's a challenge and something you have to be aware of so you don't create that risk. Hand in hand with that is keeping your policies in order. A lot of smaller employers that we work with that don't have HR departments that can think of these things for them and manage that think that they have better things to do than write policies down and procedures for their employees. But that's really the biggest form of CYA. And if that sounds like you know what your company's doing, you may want to think about making sure that you have those things written down and documented. By producing and enforcing these policies, you know, you're achieving two things. First, you're letting employees know that the same rules apply to everyone and that those policies comply with federal and state law and covering your, your butt, CYA. And second, you've got a set of documents that you can review and change as the law changes. So written policies and procedures keep management and employees out of hot water and on the same page when it comes to performance, expectations, and workplace conduct. It's also a good idea to have an attorney who is licensed in your jurisdiction to review these policies to make sure they comply with the local state laws as well as federal laws. Because those laws can differ in scope, in what they cover, and who they cover. This also gives you the security of knowing that if you follow the guidebook and your employees follow the guidebook and you stay current, that your exposure at least is minimized. Nobody can stop somebody from suing you, but you can minimize the risk of losing that lawsuit and you can minimize the exposure. So our third tip here, which David will share with us, make sure you write it down. David, tell us about documenting. Yeah, I mean, employers really need to document everything in an employee's personnel file. And this is probably the single most important factor in avoiding discrimination allegations and lawsuits. I think most employers mean well. And when somebody needs a reprimand, they'll talk to them, take them aside, but they don't necessarily take the time to properly document incidents in the workplace and put a copy in the employee's personnel file. A verbal warning or reprimand needs to be documented, as do any health or safety violations, patterns of absenteeism, and so on. You need to document anything that could ultimately lead to a termination, because if an ex-employee files a lawsuit alleging discrimination, you'll want to demonstrate that you had bona fide reason to take the action, and that reason is unrelated to any discriminatory practices. And this is the biggest issue that comes up in litigation. When there's a dispute, somebody of a protected class is terminated, they say, I was fired because of my race or religion, and the employer says, no, it was because you fell asleep at your desk every day. And if that's not documented in the file, that's an expensive lawsuit waiting to happen. So um, anybody can bring a claim at any time, even if they have little or no reason. Uh, but keeping your company in compliance with employment law is all about communicating the rules, enforcing them in an even-handed manner, and of course, documenting any violations of policies or procedures. That's your best defense to any claim. So I think in sum, as long as you don't engage in discriminatory practices, for reals, in other words, as long as you don't do things that feel wrong and you have a lawyer look at your policies and you document what you have and you train everybody, it's likely that you're probably complying with federal and state laws because that's what those laws are aimed at, making sure that things are fair. But at the end of the day, when you're in doubt, talk to an attorney, talk to an employment lawyer uh, like the lawyers at DBL and make sure that you've got everything tied up neatly with a bow. Anyway, thanks again for joining us for Monday Morning Minutes. I'm Tom Dunlap, and with me today was David Ludwig. We'll see you next time.